Today, in Future History. Welcome, sentient beings. If a picture could be taken of every instant of the multiverse's important moments, we would theoretically need a photo album larger than the size of the complete multiverse to store it in, collapsing several alternative and largely theoretical multiverses in order to accommodate both the mass required and the energy needed to process each image. While that project is still underway, we offer this minute morsel of historical significance attached to a singular date, August the 8th. Today is the sad occasion to honor and celebrate a great and unexpected passing from the world of the living. As far as individuals go, there can be little debate on the supreme importance of many other individuals over the one we honor today, but they really still are quite important. It was on this day just one year ago that the last living Sasquatch died in captivity, named Betty by her family, and Agarida Gronk Mnook Mnook Minori by close friends and captors. They lived a long and storied life of completely indeterminate length. There have been many tributes and memoirs written to further the legacy of Agarida Gronk Mnook Mnook Minori, some of which have actually been written by the deceased, although under a ghostwriter pseudonym named Harry Hunter. The presence of an abundance of undead Sasquatch notwithstanding, it is clear that we have a considerable amount still to learn about growing supernatural creatures in concentrated, artificial environments. Little is truly known about the habitats of most of these beings, due in large part to their mythological status, although there are other complications. Chief among the other difficulties is the presence of unstable and insecure molecules in the being's cellular structure. For the first hundred years, every time a sample was collected, dozens of highly skilled and pretty well-trained and housebroken biologists would pore over the evidence. However, the inconsistency of the results would distract the scientists from obtaining a true understanding. More than one fistfight and karaoke street fight broke out at a virtual academic conference over the different and largely contradictory interpretations of the data. One such brawl spilled outside the conference boundaries and into the simulation of a high school next door, forever branding that school as, quote, the place that common sense died, end quote. It would take a brilliant and significantly non-linear freshman at the University of Hard Knocks and Stuff, London branch, to propose a significantly altered perspective for the world to realize what had been in front of them the whole time. An extra-dimensional hyperperidal inverse quantum flow established in a multi-toroidal cross-hatching. After that, absolutely everyone understood the problem, being as basic as it was, so there is no need to reiterate here what every fourth grader is fully aware of. A secondary difficulty beyond unstable metronomic inflections was language. Try as they might, linguists, dentists, and barbers were never able to decipher the Sasquatch-originating language. No amount of grooming tips nor linguistic models or teeth cleaning were ever able to create a clear pronunciation from Betty, largely due to the fact that they never spoke very clearly, mumbled incoherently through several layers of shaggy fur, and the psychic element of their speech was entirely lost on humanity's little brains. Only in the last few years did the frustration finally overwhelm the Sasquatch, and it violently attacked one of the dietitians one day, stealing her pen and writing, quote, Enough already! 
You primitive fools can't understand me, but that's not my fault. Your tiny pink ears can't even hear the full range of frequencies my hirsute upper lip generates, let alone the waving patterns of the prehensile hair on my cheeks. I really appreciate all the bananas, and seeing some of the researchers make funny faces is always good for a night out. But honestly, get a clue already. End quote. The keepers gave Betty a durable keyboard to type with, and a star was born. Betty virtually toured all of the talk shows, wrote a regular column in the Daily Solar System, and even had a brief stint as a stand-up comedian, with one-liners like, quote, You guys can't understand me? I can't understand how Seinfeld was on your television screens for so long. Am I right or am I right? End quote. Harry Hunter also published a series of really disturbing horror romance novels, in which the main characters were often strangers abducted from their homes and forced to live out their lives in captivity with each other, subjected to grueling tests, fed bananas, the happy note of the story, and told they had a responsibility to mate or, quote, your whole species gets it, see? End quote. Still, not much is really known about the Sasquatch, despite a large chunk of Earth having been swapped out for an alternate dimension in which Bigfoot are the dominant species. As humans, we can only really take solace in knowing that, in that other universe, all the humans have likely been eaten as a delicacy. It doesn't make the noble sacrifice of the bewildered and slightly smoother-toothed quatchies any grander, but it feels like we, as a species, finally figured out that not everything needs to be shot and either stuffed for the wall or for the dinner table. This seems like progress. This has been Today in Future History. I hope that, should you find yourself on the receiving end of tidbits and facts like these, you have already feasted on a grand dinner of reliable information. Tune in tomorrow for additional courses, including soup, salad, and introductory crouton calculus. Stay calm, and remember that you, too, are probably in the wrong universe at the wrong time, and quite significantly late for something. <laughs>